0: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play
2: for free right
0: now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Hi, this is Jonathan, aka Roadblock, and I play Jonathan the Match Muscular, the Human Wizard.
2: Hi, I'm Jules. I am the Rock Gnome, Bernice Q. Burns.
4: Hi, this is John, aka That Film Guy. I'm going to be playing your Half Orc Barbarian, Carlton Tanks who was in fact raised by wolves and is too enamored of ale, wine, and other intoxicants.
0: Hi, I'm Jack Edithil, and I'm playing Travancore, a half-elf, archer, and the Viceroy of Glenmar.
1: And I am Lauren, a.k.a. Oboe Crazy, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeons and & Dragons and & Drunks. Ladies and gentlemen, last time on Dungeons and & Dragons and & Drunks. After helping escort the town folk to the safety of the keep... The party, along with Dorveen and Leogen, go after a group of cultists trying to take prisoners outside the town. They encounter Sion's Wraith, a half-human, half-dragon, and one of the cultist leaders, and manage to slay him and his group and save the lives of the innocents. With the attack on Greenest apparently over, the party must decide what to do next. And that's where we begin tonight. Welcome to Dungeons and & Dragons and & Drunks. I'm your DM, Lauren, aka Oboe Crazy, and I am drinking Mississippi Mud... Black and tan Porter and Pilsner beer, mostly because it comes in this awesome thing. I don't even know how you would describe this, like a little jug. jug. It's a jug. It comes can in start a jug. A jug band. <laughs> I totally can. I totally can jug band. Watch this. Now I have to drink more of it to start a jug band. Anyway, I'm literally drinking it because it looked awesome. It was on sale. Carlton, what are you drinking?
4: So Ecto Cooler recently got re-released. And... For those of you who have been to RVBTO, there was a bar called the Imperial that used to make a drink that tasted just like the cooler, and I have made one, and it is called a Rocket Whore, and it is delicious.
1: (laughs) Old school.
3: Oh my god. Going old school. I thought he was gone. I thought Rocket Whore
1: was gone. No. (laughs) (laughs) He's just in hiding. Travancore, what are you drinking? Today,
0: I have Winchester Bourbon Whiskey in a pretty cool-looking highball glass with just a little bit of tap water to
3: bring out the flavor.
1: Very nice. Very classy. Jonathan, how about you? Because today I
3: am drinking a Crowler. See this here? This is Whoa, a canned growler like of Cuckoo Snoot from Coop Brewery <laughs> here in Oklahoma City. It's a coconut Belgian ale. Cuckoo Snoot. It's awesome. And, hold on, I'm not done. I am drinking it... I was just in Puerto Rico, and I got this lovely souvenir <laughs> goblet made from a Medella beer bottle. They have cut off the top, put it at the bottom, and it is a it is a gauntlet, a fine drinking apparatus. Cheers! Cheers! Peace, work, d and players,
4: Jonathan. It's
2: called a cuckoo snoot.
3: <laughs> it's cuckoo snoot. It's it is delicious. I I. I bought two of these crowlers, and uh, the other one is a chai brown ale, which is also delicious.
1: Bernie, I hate that you have to follow that, but you do. What are you drinking? Um, I have a sad, sad story. I was so excited.
2: So for very sad reasons, I was in West Virginia. It's not sad to be in West Virginia, but I had someone die. So I was in West Virginia for a funeral this weekend. Uh, Yeah, you were about to laugh at the state of West Virginia. I heard that. I heard that. Um, but for sad, sad reasons, I had to go to funeral, but we were up in West Virginia and we're at this place and they were selling, um, West Virginia Brewing Company or Mountain Brewing Company, Mountain State Brewing Company beer. And I thought, oh man, they have all these cool fun names. Like there's a coal miners, daughter, oatmeal stout and all these fun things. And I was like, I'm going to get some of this beer and I'm going to drink it on the podcast. Except we were there at 12 on a Sunday and in oh. West Virginia, you cannot sell alcohol before one PM. Nope. Thanks thank you, blue laws that make no sense, that don't prevent alcoholism in any way, shape, or form, but that's neither here nor there. So tonight I'm drinking another very fine beer and I have no qualms about it. I was just sad I couldn't bring back some of that blue beer.
4: Moon? It's Blue Moon, isn't it?
2: It is oh. uh Lone Rider Brewery Shotgun Betty. Hmm. So hmm. it's really yummy and I don't, I'm not sad that I'm drinking this. I'm just sad that the goddamn blue laws or the boo laws. Boo. The boo laws. Yeah, right. Decided so that stupid. I don't, you know, West Virginia, I would have loved to pour money into your
1: floundering economy. But ladies and gentlemen, you just finished kind of an intense battle. With a whole bunch of cultists, you have started to head back to Greenest. You're only maybe a couple minutes outside mm. the town. You caught up with this. Hold on, I'm going to do the right
2: thing real quick. Okay, I'm going to put my hand on Jonathan's whatever I can reach kneecap, and <laughs> since he has <laughs> since he has literally one point of health, I'm going to cast a spell. It's going to be a second level spell because that's it for me. Let's do. Does anybody else need some healing? Let's just heal some people. Let's I'm just at fucking... 20
4: of my 44, so Let's I'm just less heal. than half.
2: Let's just heal the world.
0: Make it a better place.
2: That's that so, thing.
3: Jonathan the Muscular has discovered several things Prayer. about his class that might be important to his party members. Specifically, okay. how they interact with his flaming sphere.
2: Well, that's good. So, Jonathan, sell your roll, because I'm, I'm about to like... Magically fart out some healing for you.
3: Jonathan, the Magic accepts your healing fart.
2: Um, so, up to <laughs> six creatures Fox. of my choice. It's okay, so second level, and it's 2d8 plus my spellcasting ability modifiers. How many, everybody here, put, let's say I get six people. I think I'm at full health. I'm gonna do me, Jonathan, Carlton, Travi, and. Everybody, everybody gets healed. There's Yay. six of us. You
1: guys what about all the blue g- dragon, everybody. half dragon
4: that I'm dragging along? Does you guys he get healed? get
1: healed? Tarish gets healed. She's at full health. Terrace is not with you guys. It's actually Leosian and Dorvin. Cool. Um, and okay. both of them bow their heads and, and decline. Uh, Dorvine is just intent on getting back to the tavern. She looks haggard and weary, but not down. Uh, Leosian politely says, I'm okay.
2: All right. Well, um, yeah. So then, it's just us and the bear. Yeah. For there you go seventeen points of health.
4: Cool. That, that
0: brings us to 37. all thirty-seven. Yeah, I, I don't think I took too much damage, and Shadow didn't either. So I think we're both at full health.
2: Okay, so you're at thirty, Jonathan. You now have eighteen points of health. Feeling real
1: spry, He's aren't better you? Better than one.
3: I'm gonna I... go ahead, and while we're farting around, I'm gonna use my last uh, hit hit die here.
1: Okay, yeah, you, this would be a time for a short rest if you would like to. Uh, immediate danger past, and if you'd like to take a few moments and recover. And what was it you wanted to update us about with Flaming Sphere? Okay,
3: so, apparently, as a master of evocation, I can sculpt spells. Beginning at second level, I can create pockets of relative safety within the effects of my evocation spells, like Flaming Sphere. When I cast an evocation spell that affects other creatures that I can see, I can choose a number of them equal to one plus the spells level, in this case two. The chosen creatures automatically succeed on their saving throws against the spell and they take no damage if they would normally take half damage on a successful save. So now I can put you all danger close to my flaming sphere.
1: Good to know. Keep hey, that Jonathan, in mind. Can you make it come my butt fight. so it's like a
3: fart? I, I, can, I can put it real close. I can put it real close.
4: Can you make my buns toasty? I want toasty buns. I, 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 oh I, I will Lord. do my best, my friend. I
1: I, I will I'm do it. So sorry. Carl, you just I got those pants. So sorry. So at you've taken this short rest. I want to discovered though. a few things about yourselves. <laughs> oh. Um Carlton, right now the pants you are wearing are not your own. You are technically borrowing them, although I don't you get the sense that nobody was expecting them back from the They're not getting the them key. back. They're
4: mine now. If I have to shit in
1: them, yeah. I'll I don't think anyone's <laughs> gonna ask. Let's
2: not do that. No, 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 no. Carlton,
1: Dorveen and Leosian, having joined you, kind of in this short rest of, uh, returning back to Greenest. Dorveen is making a beeline, as I said, for the tavern. She's kind of giving you guys weary smiles and and heading back off. Leosian says, "I think I'm I'm going to return to the keep and make sure that this this attack does seem to be over and, and check in with the governor. Would you like to join me?"
4: Hey, Leosian, question for you. Do you think the taxidermist would be willing to stuff this for me? And I hold up the half-dragon that I'm dragging along.
1: His nose wrinkles a little bit because it's, you know, it's a dead body. And he says, I don't know of a taxidermist. Okay.
4: Well, I will have time to look around because I want this guy standing in my bedroom. So here's the thing, Leosian. Lendergrosa,
0: the dragon man, is dead, but there was one more person. We don't know where that person is, they're unaccounted for it, and for all we know, they're still controlling this dragon.
3: Yeah, we, we were looking for two guys. One of them is this dude Scion Wraith. We, that, that's a dude we need to stop.
1: Scion's Wraith is the the half dragon that Carlton is dragging along that you guys have destroyed. Hey guys, I thought right that here. was
3: I thought that was Lendrosa.
1: I yep. Scion's Wraith. Oh. It's full the whole name. name. Ah. Full name. Oh. Oh. yeah oh so full names people langdendrosa science wraith with jonathan you would actually know because you remember way way back many centuries ago or about a month there was this note that you found at a farmstead that was a note to cultists from langdendrosa science wraith
3: all right so wait a minute so does hold hold on hold on hold on let's let's hold on for a sec does this dude have a mask on him we should search him
1: Ooh. yes please uh, if you guys would like to roll me a perception check, you can search the body. Oh, I can do that. That's the thing I can do. I have very nope. good perception. It's per- perceptive Not really. as well. Hey, guys,
4: I'm dragging it.
2: <laughs> uh, I get Hold a on. 12.
4: <laughs> I also have a 12. I got a 6.
2: There we go.
1: Shadow got a Rock.
2: Julia got a <laughs> 16. Woo!
1: Okay, Carlton, you're too busy dragging this thing to really search the body. The rest of you pat the body down. Bernie, you manage to get your small hands into some of the pockets that would have normally been inaccessible due to blood and gore. You actually find very little. This guy was wearing some pretty nice armor at the time before you slaughtered him. And now it's, it's kind of destroyed. He has only uh, 42 gold pieces on him. And he doesn't seem to have anything else. Uh, He is, he doesn't have any kind of mask, if that's the thing that you're looking for. He is a half dragon man. So when you kind of search his head, he is just, he kind of resembles a dragonborn, except a much more severe, larger, more muscular with a tail. Hmm.
2: Okay, everybody gets 10 gold pieces and I get 11 because I found it.
1: That's fair. Yep. But no, you do not find a mask. Or basically anything else,
0: which pretty well, much means that we have to go with the other one.
3: Hold on, uh, Bernie, do you have speak with dead yet?
2: Um, I, you know, I've never talked to any dead people, but I also don't have any more spells, so.
4: I think Bernie wants to go take a nap.
2: Bernie All right, wants a well, nap. I. Let's have, let's, let's put um, a note on. I have zone uh, of truth, so if we found like a zombie. That whose tongue hadn't rotted away yet? I can make it tell us the truth to the degree that it could.
1: Leosian speaks up at this point and says we are all too tired and injured to go chasing after another high ranking member of this cultus of this cult that we don't know where they've gone. I I would suggest that we've been very successful this evening in fending these cultists off. And in killing one of their leaders, we have managed a great victory. Let's go back to the keep and not press our luck. I like that plan.
3: Fair enough. All right. The day is indeed ours. He
1: he leads you back to the governor's keep to the center of town. And you do notice as you're starting to head in that direction that people are are starting to return to their homes. No longer do you see kind of the roaming band of kobolds or cultist humans or the guard drakes. The guards that are out are all greenest guards or members of their militia. They are in the process of removing bodies. Those that are obviously of the attacking army are being just thrown onto carts in a pile. The others are being shepherded to family members to be properly buried you see families returning to homes you see uh, shops that were kind of hastily abandoned shopkeepers are coming back and not reopening because at this point the sun is is just about to set and it's it everyone's exhausted but they're kind of checking everything over and
4: as we know the night is dark and full of terrors
1: the night is dark and full of terrors but it's not quite yet night yet there's still a little bit of light as you make it back to the keep you do see there is a steady stream of villagers coming out who are clutching belongings, clutching each other. Many of them look at you and uh, express gratitude, either just verbally, some just nod to you, a couple you recognize as the group that you brought back uh, an hour or two earlier with everybody. And you're very quickly ushered inside and back upstairs to the governor. As I walk by the...
3: As I walk by the crowd of people, I hold out my hand as if it's the end of a ball game and we've just won. And I'm like, game guys, good game, good game, good game, y'all, good game. I run up and
4: slap Jonathan the Magic good Muscular's game. ass. Go, good game, bro. Good game, good game, bro, good game.
1: Some of the older members that you pass by seem a little too weary and tired, but some of the younger more excited, especially some of the kids, are very eager to give you a high five as they go by. They're smiling. They, the Especially the kids, this is for most of them been an adventure especially if they haven't lost someone close by so they're a little excited and they're like yay (laughs) yay as you head upstairs and you're brought back to the main war room essentially you can see it's a little more cleared out there aren't nearly as many guards uh governor Tarbo is still there and seems calmer he's actually sitting and doesn't seem to be as harried anymore the the retinue that he had is still around him and he sees you come in and starts to stand up and staggers a little bit but he kind of pushes himself up he says great great come in come in come in oh oh tor teeth this has been just exhausting but I think I think it's over uh do you, the guards tell me that the the army has fled that we've we've actually driven them off and we haven't seen the dragon in a good hour is that true?
3: That's very true. Uh we heard we heard one of the officers of the army uh sound a general retreat and then we killed him. Uh Car- Carlton, you you killed him?
4: I, I killed, killed him dead and I hold up. Killed him dead. He yeah.
3: good dead, and He
1: killed him. Yeah. As you hold up the body, there's a general recoil in the room from, from a couple of people. Um Escobert actually perks up a little bit and comes over and says Yep, he's dead. Well and thoroughly dead. Alright. And the governor says, Good, alright. Well that's good. That's one down. That's 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 good and uh, and what else have you found anything else uh so about
3: that dragon i and my uh compatriot here uh travancore we both speak draconic and we heard some very interesting remarks during our encounter with that thing he didn't seem to want to put much effort into killing us he did oh, wound our that. healer very, very badly, but he could have eaten her. He could have killed her easily. Yeah, yeah he took his time for some reason, and we don't know why. He took a long everyone knows time.
4: Gnomes are not tasty.
3: Well, no, he just took a like. <laughs> He, I, I I was like, I I I I don't know how the world works, but it seems like she had many opportunities to run away from the dragon before he even bothered to raise a claw, and even then, it was just because of his frightful presence that she she fell and and couldn't get back up. It it was very bizarre. I and then,
2: oh my goodness, calm yourself, Iago.
3: No, no. I'm just saying you made like six literally five or six saving throws before he was just like, Fine, I guess I'll swipe at you.
1: And 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 that was Escobert at this point speaks up and says, What's what's a saving throw? I don't know. It's something. I don't weird. Know. Any a- anyway, but not only that,
3: when we went into the tavern to take shelter he didn't bust through the door and fry us all with lightning. He flew away,
0: which he could have done easily.
1: Escobert speaks up at this point and says, "Well, that story basically is the same as what we've heard. We get the sense that the the cultists and the dragon was not here to attack as much as they were to loot, which seems weird. And while your your story seems extreme." The dragon did seem more interested in actually just scaring the pants off of everyone here. I I don't really understand.
3: I'm I'm as flabbergasted as you are. Yeah.
1: Tarbo leans over and says something quietly to Escobert. And Escobert nods and uh, says, excuse me, and moves off. The governor stands up at this point and says, well, from everything that we've seen, the attack does seem to be over. We've we've reposted the guard. Those that are not injured have have taken over. But um, my scouts that have been sent out to follow those who have managed to escape they they seem to be headed straight back to where they came from. We were able to do a lot of damage to these people, thanks in no small part to to the the five of you. At that point, I start flexing. <laughs> I also flex. And as you start to flex, as you start to flex, Tarbo says, "Could you?" Could you put that body just to the side for a second uh, here? Oh, oh, just, oh. Know, uh speaking of bodies.
3: Uh do you have a casualty list from the guards and militia from our town?
1: Not just yet. It's it's going to take hours okay, to uh, to figure out. Real quick. Who. And I start naming through
3: some of the guards that we know. Uh Guard number 2, uh Elizabeth, uh her corporal. Wait, I think we there was one of Guard
2: th- number 2?
3: Yeah, the one with the funny voice. He's the one who <laughs> kind of talked like this.
2: Oh yes. yes, the one that was the Muppet. Yeah, my favorite guard. Very rare species, if you ask me, I'm amazed you employ one.
1: Tarbo says if you're if you're asking about some guards, Escobert is the one you're gonna want to ask. He'll be back in just a second. Uh but yeah, it's gonna it's gonna take a little while to, to tally. Uh I do know for a fact that this would have been a lot worse without knowing that this attack was coming, without knowing the full brunt and scale of the force that was upon us, and despite the dragon, I do feel like well, Escobert's back. Hold on a second. And Escobert has re-entered the room, and he's carrying a great sword it's for he's a dwarf and this thing is massive he's barely holding on to it and he comes up he goes to hand it to tarbo and tarbo goes to take it out of its sheath and then escobar pulls back and says you you, but your arm you can't you can't he goes come on come on come on give me give me can i can i see this can i see the sword no no actually uh when you go to grab it
4: i'm telling her to not not interfere i want the sword
2: no
1: yeah when you step forward to take a look at the sword tarbo and and both give you like a weird look i read the room and i put up my staff at
3: like to uh to carlton's chest real quick i'm like let's i was like let's hold on there pal for just a sec i read the room
4: i just want to see it i
3: know i know let let them do their thing
2: and i'll let you keep the monstrous stuffed animal you
1: want to make for yourself how about that good compromise right Tarbo laughs a little bit and actually says do me a favor put the body to the side and then I would ask you all to kneel
0: I kneel
4: oh, I, oh. Is, is
2: that particularly oh. necessary so in my like, case
4: I, I kind of get what he's putting down so I kind of take the body and I just chuck it to the side and then I go down oh, on, on my knee great.
3: I,
1: I, I assume the Iron, the Iron man right pose. that you accidentally that you, you accidentally chuck it at and oh, they they totally fail their save and so managed to catch this body and then fall to the ground and then like quickly pick it up and put it down. And it's it, there's a moment of confusion.
2: I look at the guard and I'm like mouthing at him, I'm like, You put that in the trash, please. In the I look tr- at them, I'm like, In the trash.
4: I just shake my head, no, staring them down violently.
2: Trust the me, guard I'm is actually the back one and you forth. don't want to be on the wrong side of here.
3: I keep her in a basket. Guys, shut up. Something awesome is about to happen.
2: Okay, whatever. I don't I don't. Do you really actually have say that laugh. out loud?
3: <laughs> yes, I say Guys, do you actually say that out loud? Yes, I'm like, "Guys, come on. Some
1: decorum here." Escobert glares at the four of you and looks to say something and Tarbo just starts to laugh and he's like, "No, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's been a long day. It's been a frustrating day. They don't know what's about to happen. It's all right. Please, please. For I haven't done this in a very long time please kneel
2: can I just stand I'm sh- I I really don't think if I kneel it's gonna make things easier on you sir Bernie
1: for god's sakes
0: kneel I'm-, I'm already kneeling
2: you're still taller than me when you kneel asshole
1: <laughs> Bernie are you still standing oh god I take a knee <sighs> okay Tarbo at this point draws the sword out of the sheath. Escobert is kind of holding on to the sheath, as sheath and Tarbo, because he still has one arm in a sling, he manages to get this great sword out and, and then kind of plants it on the ground. And you can see this thing is huge and it is exquisitely carved, but it is more ceremonial than something that you would really use in a fight. It's huge and the sides of it are are polished and there's these inscriptions on it that you can't quite read from where you are, but it is obviously ceremonial. It is not something that you would actually use in combat. The pommel has this large green gem on the top of it and as Tarbo manages to kind of take it in both hands and hold it, he looks at the four of you kneeling in front of him and says, it has been a long time since I or any of my predecessors before me have had a reason to honor those who offer their service in times of turmoil despite having no allegiance to greenest or her people but i governor Nighthill tarbo call upon my ancestors and the ancestors who watch and protect my people to witness my decree may these four be known as heralds of greenest and may you bless them as they have blessed us and you see as he starts to lift the sword, the, the gem on the top of it, the green gem on the top, starts to glow with this bright white light that suddenly fills the room and obscures your vision. You blink back tears and kind of take a moment to adjust to the blinding light, and you see a figure that you hadn't noticed before now standing in front of you. It's just a black silhouette for a moment, but then it comes forward, and you find yourself unable to look away. Travancore. For you, that form sharpens into the gentle smile of your father. He places a hand on your head, as if offering a benediction. And he says in a gruff voice, My son, the House of Vida is proud of you. For now, you know that you take your first steps to becoming the leader you must be. And you feel this warmth in your heart as he removes his hand. And the light grows too bright for you to see again. Uh, Jonathan. That form sharpens into the boyish grin of your childhood friend from your studies. He runs up with excitement and grabs your arm. You've got all these big muscles and all those big spells. Does that mean you're going to get to be a big hero finally? And you feel this warmth in your heart as he removes his hand. And the light grows a little too bright for you to see again. Carlton. For you, that form sharpens into two figures. A tall, slender woman with a bright smile stands beside a proud wolf whose golden eyes pierce into your soul. Your mother steps past the wolf to softly caress your cheek. You've grown so tall and so powerful. I look forward to seeing the force of nature you will become. And you feel warmth in your heart as she removes her hand and the light grows too bright for you to see again. Bernie. For you, that form sharpens into an old gnome leaning on a crooked walking stick. Granny Kinaburo snickers a bit as she steps towards you, and she places a gnarled hand on your shoulder. (laughs) I always knew you were too smart for most of the fools in this world. Keep playing your tricks, though keeping your friends alive might be your greatest trick of all. You feel a warmth in your heart as she removes her hand, and the light grows too bright for you to see again. And as the four of you blink back tears and manage to bring the room into focus, you now see Governor Tarbo still standing there lifting the sword. He's removed his injured arm and is kind of clumsily holding the sword up and places it on each of your shoulders and then hands it very quickly back to Escobert, who sheathes it. And Tarbo gives you a sheepish smile and says it's not much. It's a silly title, really. And I haven't given the title of Herald of Greenest to anyone, actually. Not in my time, but for what it's worth, you can call yourselves Heralds of Greenest. Stand up. Enough of this kneeling. I think it's time we all got some well-deserved rest. <laughs> That's awesome. I reach out my hand thank you. and try
0: and shake uh, Tarbo's hand like this, like the, the old-school grasp, and I say, thank you. Heralds of Greenest is an excellent name. This is a good home for
1: us. I go up and he I up gladly to, shakes your hand.
3: I go up to, to Governor Tarbo and I hold out my uh, my my arms and I say Bro, can I get a hug? And before he answers <laughs> I give him a hug anyway. He's
1: going <laughs> He's going to shake your hand and you say that and he starts to laugh and then you hug him and there's this like awkward moment is Dude, you're hugging the mayor? And then he laughs and he winces a little bit because of his shoulder but he he gives you one of those, you know, pound you on the back, yes, absolutely manly, manly yeah, hugs, yeah, bro hug, bro yeah, <laughs> hug it out. Yeah.
4: I stand up and kind of wipe a tear away. I'm like, can you do the light thing again?
1: I'm I'm sorry, the what?
4: The the light thing with the the gem. Can can you do that again?
1: Uh, I I I don't know if I can knight you again. I mean, you can't become heralds of greenest a second time, but I mean.
4: Uh, what's the next level Not... of my, uh, my, my internship here?
1: Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Leosian steps forward Wait, and says... hold on. I,
2: I want to climb up onto the desk or whatever thing is near and, like, whisper and go to him and be like, yo, come here. Who gov- the governor? Yeah. and I would say... Yeah, yes? That was, that was a great honor, sir, but actually really unnecessary. One of the only rewards I require is that you get rid of that stinking carcass.
1: It's mine! <laughs> no! Please. I'm so serious. <laughs> he looks over at the guard and he says, "Dispose of that thing like it's fit." And no, the guard no. I No running to go get my
4: body. That's my body.
1: <laughs> no, I Carlton, earned it. No.
2: <laughs> I say, "Carlton, they're just don't already want out that the door
4: with it in my room." We don't share a room.
2: Yeah, we do. I have a trundle bed. Listen oh, yeah. to old episodes, buddy. I gotta say in this shit, it's only half a thing, it's not, no, there's not a taxidermist and greenness that can handle that shit.
1: Oh, man.
2: Can you, and I look at the governor, I say, can you pay the taxidermist and greenness not to handle that shit?
1: And the governor says, do we, do we have a taxidermist and greenness?" And he looks at Leosian, and Leosian, like, shrugs at him. Leosian speaks up and says, that was a great honor, and you definitely deserve it. And now I think it's time, and as they're dragging the body out... Like they have gotten outside the doors, the doors have closed, and now the doors swing open again. And a very familiar guard comes walking in, and in a shaky voice, he is pale, although he doesn't seem to be hurt at all. And in a shaky voice, he says, "Um,
3: Yay! Governor? yes." I go. I
1: as soon as he comes to the door, I give him a hug. I'm like, "Bro, what's your name?" As you give him a hug, you can feel this guard shaking. He is terrified, and he doesn't hug you back, but you get the sense it's because he is <laughs> too shaken to do anything else. And the governor says, "What is what? There- Are they back? That's a
2: good thing Muppets can't pee their pants. What's going
1: on? What's going on? And the guard says, Uh, sir, there's a dragon outside that wants to speak to them. And the governor says, what? Wants to? Wait, what? The dragon wants to speak to me? Oh, the-, the guard says, no. Them and he points to the four of you
3: i say travincore shall we parlay with the dragon
4: i had fucking a gift to give the dragon and you had the guards throw it away yes Lex. i had killed the person that was enslaving him i'm
2: sure they haven't thrown I, it away yet you go them. get That's it we're not stuffing it All right, guys, and putting it guys. on our mantle
0: it's it's time to talk to uh to this dragon fellow
3: let's go figure so out what the fuck wasn't is
1: going on too much longer.
2: I start
0: walking towards the uh the exit towards the Dragon I I, okay. dragon,
3: dragon I, words just, I do as well, but I go to this guard. I'm like, "Bro, I never got your name."
1: Um my name, sir? Hmm. My name is... And before he can speak, the governor is like, you can introduce <laughs> each other later. Get out there. I don't want God this dragon attacking it. the town again. I'm like, all right, all and right. And then he we're, we're coming back himself. He says, of Greenest, you must go. Yeah, yeah I,
3: I say that as I'm going out the door. I'm like, bro, I owe you a drink. We'll be right back.
1: Leosian follows you out, kind of more curious than anything. As you get to... The, the guard takes you downstairs outside the keep and is taking you back towards one of the exits to town where you actually run into Soria. She comes running up from the side where the running king was and says, "Guys, you're okay. This is great. I was I was really worried. I was kind of afraid that you guys were going to be like in trouble, but we got everybody back to the town and I think everything is okay. And what's going on?"
3: I give her a li- I give her a lifting hug and I'm like, "Don't worry, Soria. We're going to go take care of this. We'll be right back."
1: And she chirps a little bit and she says, what, are we being attacked again? I'll come with you, I'll come with you. And she starts to follow along. I I put uh, put a hand on her her birdie
3: shoulder and I say, Soria, no, don't worry, we got this.
2: Babe, trust him. You do not want to be chicken fried chicken
1: tonight. And Leosian takes her gently and says, wait, let's not antagonize this dragon. We will wait. So the guard takes you to the west exit of the town. It's the same exit that you guys went out to go to the farmstead and have left several times. And you're familiar with this. The bodies have been cleared up. The The gate is still broken and open, but you can see there's several guards there now. They seem to be cowering behind the wall. And that's because you can very clearly see as you come along the corner, a very familiar sight. There's a large adult blue dragon just sitting there in the middle of the road. It's sitting in a very prim and proper way haunches on the ground front legs in front of it its wings are folded onto its back its head is up and and just kind of staring out at the town and as you approach it says well finally what took you so long get over here I don't have a lot of time
2: dude I'm sorry there's this light and we saw Beyonce
1: it's, I don't care what gods and goddesses you've been praying to you're in front of me now and you will be paying attention to me i, I say i come out and the guard that's with you goes all be over here and he ducks behind the I, wall
3: I, as i walk i i put out my arms and bow and i say great thunderbrack my apologies we just now learned that you had had uh, requested an audience with us and we as we were coming out to greet you, we ran into many friends that we were very relieved to see alive and well. So, that was our delay. My apologies. We you you we we are very happy to speak to you.
1: Go ahead and roll a persuasion check.
3: Uh I, I uh, but I am actually happy
1: to speak with him. Oh yeah. That's why it's persuasion and not deception. I
2: want to elbow okay. I want to elbow Travancore in the shin and say and say say something Say something lordly to him. Do you like your Glenmar Viceroy shit? I'm sure that's good for something other than creating blockades.
1: Jonathan, what was your role? 15. Uh, Thontorvac makes eye contact with you and says, Well, at least there's someone amongst you who knows how to address me properly, although it's Thontorvac. Get it right. I know the kobolds around here never seem to be able to get it right. They want to call me master and lord and your highness and your worship, but they can't just say my name. I, Don't my, uh, my
3: apologies, Thontorvrek. I, yes, we have heard. We have only heard your name from from the gibberings of of the small ones, and and not. And it is it is a pleasure to hear it in your voice.
1: So let's just get to the the real reason I'm here, yes. shall we? Uh, I'm told you're the ones that killed Drosa.
4: That's right. I had his body to show you, but they they took it away and threw it away.
1: I don't need to see his body. I don't need to see that just disgusting pile of cow dung. I'm glad he is dead. Me too. (sighs) So, were you able to recover anything off of his body? We looked and we were...
4: not (laughs)
3: <laughs> we found some gold on him, but he was not carrying anything else. I presume, and again, I kind of put out my hands and bow that you are all you are looking for a mask. Um,
1: a mask? No, okay. of course not. Okay. Why would I be looking for a mask? Sorry, there's, why would there's, there's I hide been, this there, gorgeous form?
3: There have been lots of researching and stuff, and and my apologies. Uh, what what was it that you were looking
1: for? What I'm looking for is now what you will be looking for. Because I assume that you would like me to stop, you know, attacking this town this little pitiful town you call a home.
2: That would be yeah, That would be appreciated, preferable. yes.
1: That
2: However, would be bueno. There are other options.
1: Well, Other options? Really? What why? other options might there be? <laughs> Jules!
2: Why? Why, Bernie? Shut up! I don't know, I just what if you made a mask? Out of your face, wouldn't that be a mask that he would want to wear?
4: Thuntorvac, no matter what you're thinking, just FYI, gnomes taste terrible. Just FYI. They are not pleasant.
2: Uh, are you threatening him? No, i was just saying, what if he made the mask out of his face? And then it would be like, of course you wouldn't be covering up your face, because then you'd just be covering your face with your face. But then if you made miniature masks of your face, if you had people that followed you, you wouldn't have to look at the ugly cobalt anymore. You could just look at your face. It'd be like looking in a tiny mirror. Oh
1: Do you my know God. that when you talk, my headache grows and grows in size every moment? I say,
0: so you, you like know, directus? I've hold heard on,
2: that before. hold on, hold on.
0: You like directus? Let's be direct. You're looking for something? Do you want us to get it? What is it?
1: I'm looking... Something that is very important to me that these cultists managed to steal. And if you can get it back, then I would have no need for them anymore. Are you no interested? Need in a fiery I would fighting.
4: definitely be interested in doing things. You would get to kill Cobalt? It sounds good to me.
1: I say,
3: Thund- Thandorvak. we have assumed that we have been operating under the assumption that you don't want to be here all that much so we are willing to help you what a
1: perceptive little man
3: i i do my best and we i would be willing to help i and my colleagues would be willing to help you find your find your items so we can we can all move on from here
1: excellent I have an eye for talent, and I knew you'd proven yourself worthy to become my vassals. So here's the deal. You've killed one of the members that control this cult, but the other one is the one that apparently has my beloved. And if you can get it back for me, then I can leave. I think we both want me gone." It's the only reason I'm still here. They keep threatening to destroy it, and I would rather that not happen. I've put many centuries of work into this thing, and if it was destroyed, I would be vexed in a very serious way. So obviously, Cyan's Wraith didn't have it on him. The other person who's been in charge of this despicable group has been Frulam Mondaith. She must have escaped. Could you spell that? Uh, Thontorak looks at you and says, no. And he continues. She must have escaped with the rest of the those kobolds and the cultists back to that camp. And if you are moderately quick about it, I'm hopeful that you can catch her unawares. I can't move on her directly or else she'll just smash the thing. Go to the camp and get it for me. Bring it back. And I will take it and leave. And who knows? Maybe if you survive this little encounter and bring it back to me, I might find use for you in the future. I can be a very charitable employer. Uh,
4: Mr. Mis- Mr. Thuntorback? Mis- hey, uh, so I'm not the smart one here. I-, I do the hitting. Uh, what are we looking for?
1: Is it bigger than a bread box? Yes. Much. Though not by too much. My beloved is a disc. It is about, and he holds up a claw as though to measure out, and what you get is about, hold on, I gotta pull this thing up now. What you get is about a foot and a half. He says, it is a disc about this wide, maybe half as much thick. It is made of black obsidian. You won't see any carvings on it unless one of you happens to be. Is one of you a bard? But we I not know, have a, no, but we know a one. Chicken who's a bard. You have a you have a chicken who is a bard. She's very talented. <laughs> I would like to meet this chicken who is a bard, if only because I've never seen one before. We will Oh I But it's not right if, you're now. Are willing, Marvelous. if you're
3: willing to hold on a sec, I'm like I I, I don't take my eyes off uh off Antorvec. I elbow Carlton, I'm like, Carlton, go grab Soria real quick.
4: I start to hoof it. Uh, double time
3: i like, one moment, be right back, be right back, sir. Uh,
1: he gives you a curious look, and he s- goes to start to say something. He goes, Ugh. never mind. I haven't had any entertainment today. Maybe this chicken will be interesting. Anyway. We could all use a laugh. We we could. I would use a snack if this chicken doesn't sing very nicely. No worries. Anyway, that's what I'm looking for. It is my disc. It is magical, it will be obvious when you find it, because there will be nothing like it in the known world. And I am positive that Frulam has it on her despicable form.
4: What's that name again?
1: Frulam. Frulam. All
4: right, uh, I'm assuming while they're parlaying, I go find Soria.
1: Okay, you run back into town, you remember where Leosian and Soria, like the, the crossroads that you met them at, they're not there, but as you look back towards where the running king is, you see the two of them kind of slowly ambling in that direction, chatting. I start going, Soria! Soria! okay Soria! Hey! Soria! You see the two of them perk up, she turns around and she says... Is there trouble? Is there trouble? What's going on? I don't understand. Where did everybody else go? Is there a problem? I need you to
4: come with me. It's not trouble, but I need you to come with me.
1: Where are we going? Okay, I'll come with you. Leosian, you want to go back to? And Leosian says, I'll I'll go and take care of it. Don't worry. And he starts to head back to the tavern. Soria turns to you and says, are they they in trouble? What's going on? And she starts to pull out her loot. And she's like, I'm ready. I don't have much left, but I'll do whatever I can. So
4: Bernie called you a chicken because you know how she can be. Yeah. Uh, And now the dragon wants to meet you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> the who wants to meet me? uh,
4: these? The the dragon.
1: <laughs> what? Dr- but wait, you mean the you mean the big? Yeah. Wait, she called me a chicken.
4: To I the... know she's mean. To the she Focus. she threw away my body. She's a big old meanie. She's small, but she's a big meanie. Oh,
1: but my. your body is right here. No, the one right? I took. What t- what body? What are you talking about? Don't worry about it. Come on, come on. <laughs> And she follows you, and she's looking very confused. It's <laughs> the best thing I've ever done. I'm leading
4: her back to Thunderback.
1: Okay, back with the dragon. He is in the middle of saying, "If you want to leave in the morning, I'm pretty sure that they won't be going anywhere." You give them a, a righteous ass whooping, if I may say so myself. I, and you I'm know. like,
3: "Yes, yes, of course." I, I'm I'm conversing with the dragon. Yes, yes, yes,
1: uh, yes. yes. I think this would be good. Definitely let me know with, ah, the chicken. And at this point, Carlton, you and Soria have arrived. Soria is wide-eyed staring at this dragon with a look of, I'm a chicken about to be eaten. And doesn't say anything. Ah, Soria, yes. As
2: your most divine audience you've ever had.
1: Thundervok, uh,
3: Thundervok yeah, here, and I were, were talking, but we he, we had brought up that you are an amazing bard, and he he would love to hear a tale, hear a song, real quick.
1: Soria looks at you, Jonathan, and says, "Why are you on a first name basis with the dragon?" Uh, Thundervok says, "I'm not interested in a song right now, although I've not had an Koker sing for me. That'd be interesting. I may call on you later. Now, listen." This if if she is you, you've got a loot, are you really a bard and and like still not unblinking, Soria takes her loot out and starts to play just kind of absently. It's not her best performance. You've definitely heard better when she is, you know, not freaked out, but she just starts to play, and Thontervac listens for a second and says Best I've heard in a while. Fine. If you find my beloved, bring it and to this one. If she really is as good of a bard as you say she is, she'll be able to call out the runes to verify that it's the real thing. Just in case Frulam has decided to create duplicates, because she's a sly bitch, that one, and I wouldn't be surprised if she did. Anyway, if this one plays just the right notes, the runes will call to me, and I will come. If you bring it to me, I will be gone. Is that our agreement? That is, that, that is a good agreement. I just
2: agreement. want to, to make one quick check on like some sections of that agreement. Would you like us to kill Fruly, or would you like to munch a crunch her yourself?
1: Ah, yes, an important... Yeah, I care not how she ends up dead. I would like to kill her, but I am more interested in getting my property back. If that okay. is returned to me... I just
2: wanted to make sure you didn't think revenge was a dish best served microwave by lightning.
1: Mmm. Microwaved by lightning is always the best way to eat chicken. And you hear Soria go. I <laughs> but not this chicken.
3: This is my chicken. So so I so I come around, I put an arm around Soria, still looking at Thunderback. I'm like, "Don't you worry, sir. We will get your disc and uh Soria here will verify it and uh our 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 deal will be done."
1: And Thunderback gives Soria a curious look and says, Before I go, I might as well ask. Tell me, Little Hawk, have you seen any of the fallateer instruments? And Soria just kind of wide-eyed goes, "Ah," and shakes her head no. And he says, pity. I always ask any bard I encounter, and I always get a similar answer. Well, if your answer changes, Little Hawk, come to me. You will find my patronage worth your while, the same way that they have. Go find my disc my minions and come back and i will be out of your little town thundervec steps back a step or two and his wings flare to the side and he jumps into the air and you all kind of have to brace yourself as the the gust of wind from his downward swipe of his wings almost knocks you off your feet and he rises up into the air and then <laughs> and you see him circle the town and then head north. Well,
3: that went as well as, well as I expected. And i, I like, good job, Sori. Hey, you did uh, great.
4: What's the... He- Jonathan and Travancore, what's the hearing on a dragon? Like, how far can they hear? I tell them the best of my ability, my knowledge on that, which is...
1: You don't know exactly in feet. You do know that uh, they have excellent hearing and excellent perception. But as you watch Thontorvrakh, fly away and get a good mile mile and a half in just like a half a minute you're pretty positive he's out of earshot at this point
4: so we're all in agreement we get the disc and then we control thunder wreck right no yeah no 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 i want to pet we're dragon not in agreement
2: no hey
0: hey no. Soria. you see that big guy and that little little lady there they gamble with your life keep that in mind next time you okay, see them
2: i hold on no i just called her look let me say it this way a dragon is going to talk to you or a dragon is going to eat you. They can do both. I no, know dragons. The deal. I've studied dragons, them. They're going to talk to you or they're probably going to eat you. And they are did not the mutually eat exclusive. Us today? did the dragon eat us today? So
0: you're the dragon expert all of a sudden. No,
2: I'm just saying we didn't get eaten. Nobody got microwaved by lightning and Soria played for something. That's kind of a God. And Hey, you might in the future, girl, that was basically a job offer right there. I would just say that risking your life was actually probably the best thing we could have done in that scenario.
1: Carl, sorry. I called you. I need you to roll a constitution saving throw, please.
4: Here it comes. Eleven.
1: Is he going to poop on the opal now? <laughs> you hear a gurgling, and there is a moment in where Carlton suddenly stands
4: very, uh, very still. Guys, I, uh, I'm going to be in those bushes.
1: But but after a moment of looking quite consternated, he sighs and right, relaxes a little line. bit.
2: I, got, I mean, I do have a question, though, like, how long before
1: Carlton has an impacted bowel? Well, he'll find that out soon enough, won't he?
0: We'll find out, like, based on my constitution <laughs> That sounded like a next time transition.
2: Next time on Dungeons no, and Dragons and Drunks. Carlton, Carlton has gets an impacted an bowel.
1: <laughs> we'll go a little bit further today. Yeah. So Soria is kind of giving you all a wide-eyed look. She is slowly calming down. She says, "What? what... What just happened? What was that all about? What's going yeah, on? You're alive. So focus on that piece. Yes. You're alive. I t- I'm an alive chicken. That's good.
3: I Because I yeah. Soria is quite a bit shorter than I am, right? She is only five feet. I kneel down and I say, Soria, looks like you are going to play a little part in our, our little adventure here. But don't you worry. We're going to go out there. We're going to try and find this thing. And uh, when we bring it back, we're just going to need you to, to help us verify it, which we'll also call... Than were back, back here. But thank you and uh and uh thanks for putting up with us because Yeah. We're jerks.
0: Well no 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 just two of us specifically are jerks. You and I are okay.
2: <laughs> I got her a job offer. Come on. I don't know what kind of loot he's talking All about, right. but well, I bet you can uh, find
4: that. As long as I'm not being called jerk face, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> let's just let's go back and face. tell
3: the uh, the mayor what's going on. And let's uh if we can We'll, we'll circle back to the uh, to the Running King and let those guys know as well. But I think everyone who, as as many of the high-level players are, are aware of what's going on, I think the better.
0: Or we just tell one person to have them tell them so we can get on this errand, because the longer they have it, the harder it's going to be to get back. Well, on, yeah. on that we note, we still that. need to sleep.
3: Yes, and Thundervoak actually said that, uh, that we could wait until morning. We can.
0: How are how we doing on time?
1: It is nighttime. You guys uh, basically watched the sun set behind the Thontorvak as you guys came out here. It is the stars are starting to come out. When you guys arrived later in the, the morning and almost at noon, you had come straight from being at the Purbeck mine. and so it, it's been almost 20 hours at this point. It's, it's dark, it's gotten a little cold now that it's, the sun has gone down. It is nippy and your guys are exhausted. And what would you like to do?
3: Let's go back to the keep. We'll report in, and then we'll make a beeline to Leogen's to bed down.
2: Can we montage that? I bet bet we could crash at the keep. Reporting montage.
0: Yeah, that's probably easier. Yeah, we can do that.
1: As you guys pass by the open gate into Greenest, you see a familiar guard standing there, conveniently hidden behind the wall, looking a little less scared now that the dragon is gone. He says, um, so that, I guess... Went well.
3: Nobody well, got microwaved food. by lightning, so yes, it went well.
2: Yeah. On balance, it went very well. Okay. Hey, friend. What's your name again? M-
1: my name is Tim. <laughs> Tim. Tim. Huh? I'm Travancore. Pleasure to
0: meet you. I, I tell my hand out to, to to shake hands with Tim the same way I shook hands with the he governor. He shakes
1: your hand and says, "We've we've met before, but thank you." Um, I should probably go back to the governor and let him know what just what just happened. Although. To be honest, that was fairly confusing to me. And Soria says, "Yeah, that was kind of confusing to me too." That's let's kind of best, yeah. That's best let's case scenario. All go to the, the keep. But as they say, we're not dead yet. Yes, I guess so. Alright, so you guys on all, that. yeah, head back to the keep. You're quickly ushered in. The governor has obviously been pacing back and forth, waiting for you guys. I'm assuming you give him the Cliff Notes version of what yeah, just happened. Yeah,
0: we
4: relay the events to him. Okay. I kind of separate myself from the group a little bit to f- see those guards that threw away my body. And be like, guys, guys, listen.
1: Uh, actually, you don't see them. Roll me a perception check. Uh, 18. You do not see them. They are Dammit. nowhere in sight. In I fact... Need, I need
4: the body for a thing.
1: <laughs> um. Well, you don't see those guards. Are you just t- chatting with other guards?
4: Yes. I'll be like, hey, okay. you, you guys you guys know that body I threw to your friends?
1: You mean the that dragon thing?
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bernie's not going to let me have the whole dragon... But I need the head for the mission we're about to go on. Can you get it and bring it to me in a bag?
1: Uh. And cool. he looks at the governor. I'm a herald. Who? Yeah. He yeah, looks at the governor. I the queen, buddy. And the governor says, I-, "I had that body destroyed. I don't want that thing floating around. That's bad juju." I need what are the you head. For,
4: I need the head for the mission.
1: I'm pretty sure the head's already been destroyed.
4: Whatever you can get from it. I'm
1: pretty sure the whole body's already been destroyed.
4: Bernie, you're fucking up all my plans.
1: The guards look at each other and look really concerned just, about the fact that there is a half-orc in front of them who is now pissed off. Who I is just a herald of underneath my nails like uh, I want to go to bed. <laughs> the governor listens to the tale of what just happened and says, "So, so I guess you guys are going out in the morning to try to track down this this thing.
3: It's very similar to the last trip we took north, except this time we're gonna we're gonna go all the way, although we might have to come up with a plan for that.
1: Yeah. All There's right. probably
0: still a decent amount of people up there.
1: Come back here before before you head out in the morning, and I'll make sure you've got a retinue to go with you, because this this sounds like something that we need to recover if we want this thing this this dragon gone. And if he's willing to make a deal with you, it's worth a try, right? A
3: retinue? Are we going to sortie? And I look really excited. <laughs>
1: I love you, to sort sortie would happen in the morning as long as you don't soiré. and he gives you this like half a grin. <laughs> I, give, I give
3: him finger guns back. I'm like,
1: eh. <laughs> and then he says, all right, all right. Come back in the morning. I'll make sure it's all set up with Escobert. Just just knock on the door and we'll make sure that you have an escort to, to head out in the Morning.
3: Morning. We we will we will be uh, here. You're
1: dismissed. Do I have to dismiss you? No, no. You're we're dismissed. going. We're going. Thank you, Harold. To bed. Harold's oh, of greenest.
2: Black. I thought we were gonna montage this.
1: We just did. That was the montage. Okay. You've been ushered back out of the keep. What's next? Uh, heading
3: back to Leo. We're long rested, right? Yeah, we're, no, gonna we're gonna go long rest.
0: We're about. to Why go we go to Leosians?
2: Because that's our house.
0: What do we need from the house? Why don't we just go after this thing now?
3: Because I have no spells or health. We have to long dies. rest. I have to sleep. It's
0: been like three sleep- days. Oh, we're not sleeping in the keep? No. no they ushered us out. Oh, okay. All right. Let's go to the oceans then.
2: Let's go fight a dragon. when Our healer has no healing spells. Well,
3: I didn't know you guys weren't playing <sighs> in the sleep Let's go fight a camp with a wizard that has no spells.
1: You guys, unfortunately, do not have uh, any accommodations at the keep. However, Leosian's is a relatively short walk, even for how exhausted you all are, and you make it back to the house, you gratefully find that the, the monk house seems to be untouched. And whether it's because of luck or providence or the fact that it, it usually seems to be filled with monks who can kick ass, you're unsure. But this late at night, after this long of a day, I mean, remember, you started off this day finishing fights in the Purbeck Mine, yeah. dragged everything out of it. Were you planning on getting Reggie at some point?
4: Where is? Oh, yeah, my God, we'll Reggie. Reggie! I realized, as we're walking back, and we're about, like, right up to the house, we went, Reggie! And I run back for Reggie.
1: You you arrive at the house kind of grateful to see it standing everything looking good Travancore is slowly starting to usher Shadow towards the the horse pens when Carlton realizes oh shit and you all go running towards the exit so you had left Reggie with all of the loot from the Perbeck mine outside basically at that first fight at the beginning of entering Greenest. And as you run outdoors and kind of take a a look around, you see that a lot of the bodies have been cleaned up. Not all of them. The kobolds are still here, but all of the the human guards or there were some dwarves and some other, you know, basically the guards of Greenest, uh, those that have been killed were removed. And you see still that uh, giant mantle that you had found is still leaning up against the side of the... Of the walls of the, the town. You do still see the bags that the kobolds were originally pulling out of the town. Those are still sitting there. Uh, I need perception checks because you don't currently see Reggie. From all of us? So anyone who's gone, well, anyone who's gone to go find Reggie, I, guess I-, I would love a perception check. I I went
4: with Carlton. Ugh, 13. Good job, Bernie.
1: Okay, so Carlton? 13. Jonathan? 14. Bernie? I think I did it wrong,
2: but 24.
1: Everyone else is kind of in a little bit of a panic, an exhausted panic. And you manage to center yourself through the craziness that has been the last 20 hours of your life and see some tracks on the ground of a super we- heavily laden horse. And about five minutes out into the fields away from the town, you find Reggie still laden with all of her packs from the Purbeck mine from what seems like weeks ago grazing. She gives you kind of this baleful, where the hell have I you say, been Reggie! Looked?
3: And I go and give the horse a hug. I'm giving everyone giving a hug today.
1: I look at Carlton.
2: I look at Carlton and I say, and you want a pet dragon? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> this but, is why but, we can't but, have but, nice but, things.
4: But but I would control him. He would do what I said. Reggie went off. We told her to stay here. She
1: went off. You forgot she existed. In fairness, it's been a couple of hours, and there's been a fight in a dragon. Anyway, you managed to collect Reggie. Uh, Carlton, are you going to grab the the, the mantle. mantle that you were originally? Okay. Yep. Uh, you managed to haul everything back to Leosian's and remove everything from Reggie. Do you want to haul it into Leosian's house, into your room? Uh, I'm taking or do you the mantle up with me to samples? my room,
4: and I'm putting it in front of the trundle bed so you can't pull the bed out from under the bed because someone's sleeping on the floor tonight.
1: I literally
2: go find another room. And sleep in a big bed.
1: It's pretty easy for you to find another room. There's not a lot of people I, here right the now. the principle of the matter. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. Peace out, homie. Peace among rooms. <laughs> I'm... I'm assuming the five of you bed down for the evening. Yep. I, I yep. like, okay. I
3: full on just plop into bed and drop my staff drops out of my hand on the floor. And I just, I don't even change. I don't, I don't clean up. I just,
4: I do take my pants pillow. off though. I'm like, these boys need to breathe. I'm a little stuffy right now. I got to take these off. I don't want to mess. I don't wanna make them any dirtier.
1: So you all fall into bed. It doesn't take long for you all to fall unconscious. It has been an exhausting day. It has been a long day. You've pushed yourself to the limit. And even as you fall asleep, the day's events continue to kind of cycle through your mind. You have these weird dreams that seem to mix this giant blue dragon with a a skeletal figure in a mine. You see... You see Shadow laying almost dead on the ground and then getting up to maul a cultist. You see friends being slaughtered by cultists, but then slaughtering cultists and kind of this crazy mixed up bits of dreaming that you you can't seem to shake. And then suddenly that warmth in your heart from before reminds you of what happened and the next morning you you wake up refreshed the the dreams have faded you feel like you've been blessed with new abilities (laughs) and so as you wake up the next morning early it's it's just after dawn because you want to get a fresh start on this crazy day but you you feel refreshed you've regained all of your hit points you've gained all your hit dice back you've got all of your spells back and you've kind of you feel more powerful somehow you but you do, you do have a very clear memory of the night before, of these nightmares nightmare memories being interrupted by a familiar welcome face. And the next morning, you, you suddenly feel like you could take on the world, or maybe a cultist army. And as you head downstairs to go grab some breakfast and, and see what happens next, we'll end it there for this evening. Thanks for listening to Dungeons and & Dragons and & Drunks. Follow us on Twitter. At Dungeon Drunks, or at our host podcast at Glibshark, or www.glibshark.com, and see you next encounter.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?"
1: Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, uh-huh, in my dentist's office.